0: Welcome to the Roll for Combat Actual Play Podcast, where our intrepid adventurers are playing through the Pathfinder adventure, The Fall of Plagstone. Join us every week as our daring adventurers face treacherous monsters and deadly obstacles on their quest to save a town from utter destruction. Lead on listener, your quest awaits.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to Rule for Combat, The Fall of Plagstone. I'm your GM and host, Steven Glicker, and in this week's episode, our crew continues to get closer and closer to their final confrontation with Villary. Also this week, I want to note that throughout this episode and the next upcoming episodes, they are going to be drinking Elixirs of Life which I didn't even really know existed, but Elixirs of Life only heal 1d6 hit points, and they also give you a plus one bonus on saving throws against disease and poisons for 10 minutes. Now, for some reason in this adventure, Jason Bowman decided to hand out tons of Elixirs of Life as opposed to Elixirs of Minor Healing or Elixirs of Healing in general. I'm not exactly sure why he did that. It's kind of a little bizarre because Elixirs of Life are okay, but you'd probably rather have 1d8 healing than 1d6 and a plus one against diseases and poisons. Either he was just really being mean... I know this adventure was written early, but you gotta think that they at least had, like, potions of healing when he wrote this adventure. So, the only reason I even noticed this is because I do this thing, and I've mentioned this on the other podcasts quite a bit, where I keep track of everyone's inventory. One thing I do with all my adventures is I keep track of all my PC's inventory. The main reason I do this is because, well, if I don't do it, it drives me insane, because a lot of times everyone forgets what they have on their sheets. What I actually do is before each adventure, I just put down all the inventory of everything that can be found in the adventure because, well, I know what's in the adventure. And then I just put it in a nice big Excel sheet and then I just put down notes on who finds it, when they find it when they use it, when they sell it, and so forth. And it's it's been flawless. I've done it this way for like 20 years. It works really great for really long-term adventures because, you know, maybe a year goes by and you forget what you have or forget what you've been used and you've gone through 20 character sheets and God knows what. This way, it's all in one place. All the inventory is kept track of, especially for very long-term campaigns. Anyhow... When I went to go look this up for Lauren, and I think maybe once or twice she actually did roll a D8. But I went to go look at the sheet and I'm like, Elixirs of Life? Holy crap. They didn't even get minor healing potions. They just got these crappy Elixirs of Life instead. Man, Jason is evil, I tell you. Evil. Which just goes to show you, you always gotta read what you get. You can't assume. And there's one thing I'm gonna take away from this adventure that I have noticed. And is that is that we assume a lot. We have been assuming over and over again what people's abilities are, how magic items work, how magic spells work, how feats work, and so on. And all of that is because of Pathfinder 1st Edition. A lot of it's just assume it works like Pathfinder 1st Edition. And sometimes it does, but sometimes... Or more often than not, it doesn't. And even worse, sometimes it works almost like Pathfinder 1st Edition, but there's a very small difference between 2nd and 1st. And those are the ones that trip us up. So there's one thing I've learned is, whenever in doubt, always check the rules. And I'm getting much better at it with Pathfinder 2nd Edition, as we've been running it more and more often. And now one thing I'm actually doing is on my sheet... I have not just the items that they're finding, but a hyperlink in my sheet so I can click on it at any point in time and go right to the item on the internet and see exactly what it does. So that way there's no excuse and I can also copy and paste that and give it to everyone who's playing so they can look it up too. And it's been a time saver and really helping out a lot. Anyhow, I just wanted to note that if you start hearing like differentiations between healing 1d8 and 1d6, it's because they are like mixing up the potions all over the place in this adventure. Anyhow, we are getting closer and closer to Extinction Curse. As I said, look for that in about a month. Approximately mid-March, we're going to have it start up. We already have several adventures under our belt. The second podcast is also going to start up. That is also going to be a Pathfinder 2 podcast, maybe. Uh, I can't exactly explain what I mean by that, that. It's going to start off Pathfinder 2, but it might turn into Starfinder once in a while. It's going to allow us, believe it or not, to jump back and forth between the systems, and maybe even use characters between the systems. It's really going to be a weird podcast. I think you guys are going to like it. It's just wacky. And if you want to listen to them, you know, just become a patron on 10 bucks. You guys can listen to us record them live. We record usually a minimum of once a week, on average twice a week. And you can always listen to us live if you're a $10 patron. Anyhow, with that, let's get to this week's exciting episode.
2: Okay. Well, do we stop and heal
3: or do we continue on?
0: Lauren Sieg is playing Prue Frosthammer, the half orc spirit barbarian.
3: Um, I mean, I can try to top us all off if you want to just keep going.
0: Vanessa Hoskins is playing Celeste Carvazalon, the human angelic sorcerer. I don't know what's
2: best for us, that's why I'm kind of pulling the party.
0: Well, it looks
1: like we'd be, we'd have to
0: take like at least 30 minutes. Jason McDonald is playing Brixley Silverthorn, the Gnome Champion Liberator. So it looks like you, me, and Cade are each down at least one heel. You might be too, I don't know.
3: I'm fine. You saved me from any harm, so I feel like I owe you.
1: So if we did it with lay on hands, it would be about a 30-minute rest. You want to just take some potions?
0: Rob Tremarko is playing Kate Thistlerot, the halfling rogue thief.
3: Yeah, if we have enough healing potions, that would work. Um, while my halo is
0: Roll still going. for combat! What?
1: Oh, sorry, did I interrupt you?
0: <laughs>
1: oh, boy. Uh, while you are um, you know, discussing the various things you want to do, the doors to the east burst open, and a screaming orc comes flying out, um, attacking Cade with his knuckle dagger misses twice and then a familiar face appears the female orc that was firing from you far away runs out and fires as well this time at Brixley really? misses misses again crews up
2: alright um I can go after the grunt or I can start harassing the archer what do y'all think?
3: Pin her down.
2: Okay. Uh, I'm going to do a double move. I'm going to move next to the regular grunt orc, and then I'm going to keep moving so I can get up against the archer. And I'm thinking it's time for a smashy smash.
1: Oh, yeah, smashy. Good job. You hit five points of damage. Ish.
2: It adds up. I'll take it.
1: Plus is up.
3: Hmm. Uh, is that orc so- using a longbow?
1: Maybe. There was negative. Don't are- worry.
3: Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Yeah, they got that skirmish rule.
1: Yeah, you gonna tell me how to play the game? What else are you gonna yes. tell me?
3: Go right out. Uh, That's how to kill these orcs. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, ooh, let's see. Alright, well, let's throw some fire at this little weak one in front of us. I assume he's weak. <laughs>
1: You Did hit him. Eleven work? points of damage.
3: Twenty-eight. Is that enough for a crit?
1: Um. Oh, you're right. I didn't even see what his AC is. Um. Yes, you crit him, sort of. No, well, I would have just doubled what it rolled. Yeah. Except, I you know what he does. <laughs> Ferocity.
3: Good news is, produce flame. He is taking two d4 persistent fire damage. That is good news. Orc. Ferocity! He comes back alive. He's like, you don't
1: kill me. Uh, You're going to be pretty
3: dead pretty soon, so. Um, Let's see, one... Yeah, I have one more. I'm just not sure what I want to do. I kind of want that guy out of the way. Uh, I don't think I have anything else good with one action. I'm going to put a shield spell up just in case he wants retribution. And I'm done.
1: Cade's up. Cade, you got the flat-footed jump on you. (laughs) Yes. I want to stab this guy real bad. Here comes the one. Here comes the one. Here comes the one. You be quiet. Here comes the one. Oh, that's not a one. (laughs) Yeah! Waste of a 20. Waste of a 20. Good job. Then I, I stab him like, get out of the way. Like, I stab him in the in the stomach, and as he's going down, I, I I run up, and as he's falling, I use him as leverage to jump and run to help Prue. And then I stab this archer in the same way. I had enough of you orcs. That misses. I roll a 14. Yeah. Brixley and Cat. Yep. Uh, let's see. Looks like I can just get up and attack with my move. So, first move is her first action is to move, and then second and possibly third actions are attacks. You hit 11 points of damage, roll 24. Pretty good, pretty good. Do max damage. She's lightly scratched, six misses. She looks at you all and says, Oh, you fell right into my trap, you silly, silly fools. She takes her bow. She carefully aims. She shoots the statue to the left. She then just sits there and smiles. Suddenly, after the statue was struck with the arrow, the pool churns and creatures emerge from the water. What? She's like, oops, did I disturb them? I didn't mean to do that. I guess you're going to be kind of busy with that. Creatures that look like water sharks emerge from the water and look furious that the statue was defaced. Prue is up.
2: Oh, great. Um, I'm going to keep attacking the orc.
3: Yeah, you guys have got her surrounded.
2: Six ain't going to do it. All right, let's see if the next can do it.
1: Nine ain't going to do it. Fourteen. All right.
2: I'll bring up an ectoplasmic shield for my last action.
1: The brine shark goes, appears to be furious that somebody managed to disrupt the beautiful statue. The shark of water jumps out, lands in front of Prue, opens up its jaws as it is literally a shark made out of water and tries to bite Prue hits you with a 25, will do 12 points of damage. Some of that will go to your shield, I believe. Is that 5? If I choose to
2: block it, and I will choose to block block it. it.
1: Okay. You choose to block it. You are healed by 5. In addition, the shark has... Okay. It automatically grabs you in its jaws and now has you in its jaws and starts to shake and will bite you again. Bar- oh, nope. Barely, barely misses you with its second attack as it's ripping you to pieces.
3: Celeste's up. All right. Celeste's going to move down where she's got a better shot at this thing. Some um, year. She's going to pull out of her pack one of those bottles of lightning and open it aimed directly at that, uh, that water shark that's got Prue.
2: Surely they're weak to lightning. I've played Pokemon.
3: I mean, that's what I'm thinking. You. Uh, I should have a plus seven on that. Why? Because I'm level three and have a plus two dex, and I'm trained in simple weapons.
1: Is a flask a simple weapon?
3: If
2: not, we're throwing them all
3: away. Yeah, if not, then they're completely useless to this party, uh, except for maybe Brixley. Are they a martial weapon? Because that seems weird.
1: A lesser bottle lightning for you is just a plus two to hit, according to Hero Lab. It is alchemical Oh, holy crap, yeah. It's a bomb. martial
3: weapon. There's yep. no point Ranged in me
1: having any of these. martial weapon. That is correct.
3: Then these are 100% pointless for most of us. Take a 100%. Hail Mary.
1: Well, all right then.
3: Cool, I guess I really suck at that. All right. Um, you
1: missed by one if it makes you feel any better.
3: It doesn't, no, because I thought I had a plus 7 and I have a plus 2. They, they went from not my best option to a terrible option. So. I
1: think you actually do splash damage, if it has splash damage.
3: I don't know about does. It does.
1: It have one electrical splash damage. You do one point of splash damage.
3: That's horrible.
1: Well, we learned something today, didn't we? Stab Mrs. Orc. Oh, She's, you continuously miss her because she's really hard to hit. She's like, oh, that's right. Just keep trying to attack me. We'll see where that goes. Mm-hmm. It's like it goes to you, my, my friend. Call she's off like your this, water sharks. You'll be dead soon. It's like there's more where that came from. Um, one more. It was a critical miss. Mm-hmm. Brixley's up going to try my electric arc cantrip on the nearer of the two sharks and the archer. Okay. Doesn't have to be adjacent to each other? Doesn't say anything about it. Does not. I think it's only supposed to be one D 4 plus but it's... but it's It might plus. scale to your level. It scales to your level. Well, no, but it's, uh, since it's... I believe it's in my case, it's half my level since it's like a racial feat or an ancestry fee. Um... Uh, hold on. I'm just doing what it's said in Hero Lab I know it's a cantrip, but because I got the cantrip through an ancestry feat, I think it only casts at half of my caster level.
3: No, is that what it, is that what I it says? Think so no, no, it, it casts like any other cantrip.
1: And it's tied into second level. Yeah, you have the cantrip, so it's two d four damage. Don't, don't Pathfinder one yourself with this plus two. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you did. I it. think he's right though. what's the what's the feat? Oh, I'm double checking it. Oh, well, you automatically hit. It's, um, you automatically hit, actually. So it's just a reflex save, whether it does full or half.
2: It says it's heightened to a spell level equal to half your level rounded up.
3: Which is normal for cantrips. So, yeah. so Oh,
1: rounded up. So I was right, but because it's rounded up, then it goes up to
2: second level. Okay. I think it's just saying extra words that is, I think it's just describing how cantrips work.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. All
1: right, we're going to back this up. So, it's an automatic hit. You can hit both of them with the electric arc. It does 9 points damage. The first one rolls 30, so we critically succeed, so takes no damage. And the other brine shark rolls a 17, which is exactly what it needs, so it only takes 4. <clears throat> and you're still up. Oh, all right. Well, um, I guess I will go ahead and attack since I don't have much else to do right at the moment. You miss. This other brine shark wanders over to Brixley and also decides to bite you with its jaws of death. Misses with a 17, but is going to do it again. Tries once again. Barely misses you with an 18. Gray Tusk. She is... Hmm. She seems to be a little cornered, but that's okay. She is going to shove Cade out of the way. Give me Athletics Against Your Fortitude DC. Actually, you don't do anything. I do the whole thing. What is your fortitude? What? What My fortitude? Yes, your fortitude. Uh, Let me check. Uh, Seven. Seventeen. It shall be. And her Athletics is plus eight. Natural twenty. She pushes you way out of the way, Ooh. smashes you against the, the, it actually would have pushed you ten feet instead of five, smashes you up against the wall. She, like, kicks you, and then she strides after as it's a critical success. That's her first action. As her second action, she gets out of dodge, runs towards the staircase, and says, have fun with the brine sharks. Disappears.
2: proves up. Well, I kind of have my hands tied. I think I do have to attack the shark now, especially since it grabbed me last turn.
3: How much movement does she have? Holy cow.
1: She moved two, two, two of those movements were just moves, two of her actions.
3: I know, but there's a lot of diagonals in there. I'm trying to figure out how she got all the way out of line of sight.
1: Well, I can't see her. She moved 50. Actually, she moved five was free. And then the others was uh, 50, and she could easily do that. And then she went downstairs. She might be down the stairs if you want to follow her. Um, I was going to stick another spiritual weapon on her.
2: That'd be nice.
1: That's a sign. Prue's up. You're grabbed.
2: All right. I have to. I don't have a choice. I have to do my old staple of summoning up a rage.
1: Okay. Is there a limit? How does it work? Like, it's not like you don't get fatigued or anything, right?
2: Uh, you just have a, well, we should check. You have a certain I think it's like 10 minutes, so. So Maybe I can't.
1: I don't think you can. It's definitely not been 10 minutes.
2: Since we opened up all the crates and looked at the items and we examined the items and did all that?
1: No. uh, Nope.
2: All right. In that case, I'll just attack-o. Okay.
1: It's been like eight minutes. Five ain't gonna do it.
2: Yep. How about another?
1: That doesn't. 6 points damage. I'm this rolling real like, big here. This thing looks like it's barely scratched.
3: The cooldown on rage is only 1 minute.
1: Oh, okay. In that case, okay. sorry. Wow.
3: It, can I get nine damage then? Yep.
1: You forgot that extra rage. You're like, "Oh, wait, I am raging." Aha, and then nine more damage. Sorry, 3 more damage just magically appears on the on the shark of Brine.
2: I need those extra hit points, is what I need.
1: Uh, you're done.
2: Yep, that's three for me.
1: Okay, this one is right next to you. So, you're no longer grabbed. It's like Baby Shark, only Brine Shark. Baby Shark. Okay, uh, it's just going to bite you. That's all it does. It doesn't really do a lot of things. It just knows how to do one thing. Bite, and then grab. Hits you for 18 points of damage with jaws.
2: That's nice. Isn't it?
1: And then it's going to grab you, which I don't really think it does anything when it grabs you. It um, holds you it in
2: place. Flat-footed.
1: That's all it does. It basically gives you flat-footed and immobilized. And it will attack you again. That's the that's the key, is the flat-footedness. The five.
2: Oh, hey, moments. can I get uh, the Brixley reaction to l- lower some damage? And get a free attack on it.
1: Too late. Misses with a three. Oh, sorry, I forgot. I don't think I get the free attack though. I think we miss. I think we You do. You do. You protect
2: your ally and strike your foe. If the foe is in reach, make a melee strike against it.
1: Well, oh, you've got another chance. Don't worry. Celes is up.
3: Can't do it now. Uh, that's how I feel. All right. Um, I'm I'm unhappy. I'm telling you right now and I'm happy uh, She's gonna spend her Yeah she's gonna spend her last Second level spell slot on a Big whopping heal on my friend Prue uh I don't have Halo anymore cause it's been more than A minute but less than 10 minutes
2: I sure do soak up a lot of damage Huh
3: uh you do it's good I'm glad it's you and not me um Alright here we go Uh terrible roll So only 20 hit points back to you oh. And I'm afraid these things are going to try to murder me, so I'm going to put my shield up.
1: Kade's up. He's dusting himself off the floor after getting pushed aside. Was it actually on the ground? No, but it okay. uh, visually feels like you were. Sure. I thought, was, I thought it was just shoved against the wall. You were, but it's a critical shove. Shovical. That was a good hit. Do I get to sneak it or no? You actually do, I believe. So I don't know how an elemental is uh, oh, I hit. hit it. They're not They're not immune to
3: precision damage in this system?
1: No, I know they're not. I'm just like, what are you hitting exactly? Like, aha, I hit your water really well. Some critical magical component floating around its dumb face. Well, you credited it good. Good job. I mean, I credited it. You hit it good. Good job. Uh, one more was that your first attack or your second attack? First. So you I moved. Move. I stabbed. Okay, so that's a 15. You get a 25. And then, oh, you're not being it's flat-footed. Fla- it's not being flanked, though, because she's being grabbed. It's not being flanked? She's not grabbed. Yes, yeah, she is. I'm grabbed, oh, but I still threaten. She still threatens it. She gets to hit it. Okay, and then if it's flat-footed... Um, I have good news for you. You credit it. So... (laughs) uh, Double that six. There you go. No, because, well, you rolled a 25, but really, that's equivalent of a 29. Yes. Yes. It's flat-footed, so it takes two off its AC. Oh, but it'll only be flat-footed once, right? Once? In other words, you can't get a plus. You don't get a plus four. I'll give it to you for now, (laughs) because I screwed up. Let's see Uh, what happens. Whatever. Uh, It's a plus, plus two for flanking, right? It take away two from its... I'm a class it doesn't. Guy. When you flank, it just makes a flat-footed, or does it? Right. Flat-footed means work. it's easier to hit. You go. I'm just looking stuff up. Don't worry about me. Okay, now that messes. Okay, when you flat foot when you flank someone, all that happens is they're flat-footed. So you can't make them more flat-footed. So you could have actually stayed where you were and just kept stabbing because it's grabbing. Yep. So it would oh, have been still.
2: It's already flat-footed. I see.
1: Right. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's all that happens. Um, but anyhow, Brixley goes. I'll, I'll right, I'm going to go ahead and do electric arc again. Electric bugaloo. One, the one in the north makes it. The one in the south fails. So give me your damage. Is it 2d4 plus two? Uh, correct. You're going to roll it or you want me to roll it? I guess you're going to roll sorry, it Sorry, I Sorry, I, I was just setting up the dice. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Okay. You do that. I'm going to attack with my rapier. The one to the north gets hit. The, the one that's, the that's got through, right. yeah. Yeah. That one's gotta be low.
2: <laughs>
1: Brian Shark number two goes. He's gonna take a bite out of Brixley. Jaws attack! <laughs> Misses with a four. Decides to take a bite out of Cade. A two. Decides to take a bite out of Brixley. Well, equivalent of a three. At
3: least someone's getting those bad dice cursed now.
1: Yeah, Yeah, it's about time. As you hear the woman orc laughing down the stairwell saying, Have fun with the sharks! (laughs) That's the second time she got away from you.
2: Prue's up! I'm about to end this shark's whole career. Here comes the attack. Eight points. Doesn't kill it. Another minimum damage. This is getting frustrating. All right, let's keep going. Let's keep swinging away. Finally.
1: Jeez. Nine points damage. <laughs> barely, Barely even that. Okay, the shark dissipates, explodes into water, and now there's only one left.
2: I have no reason not to fish for a 20 and just attack the last shark.
1: Correct. An 11 is not a 20.
3: Celeste is up. Well, I guess I don't have much of an option other than produce flame at this point, so I'm gonna go ahead and chuck some fire at it and see what happens.
1: You hit it and did 9 points of damage, but because it's water, it only does 4 points of damage.
3: That's what I was afraid of. Well, I did something. And with my remaining action, I will put my shield up.
1: Cade is up. This one is not grappling anyone, so he's not naturally flat-footed. So I step over, and I flank with my good pal Brixo. Brick's own cage show. And I stab oh. it. <laughs> hey, yeah. You gotcha. hit. Max damage. 10 points of damage. Take a sneak. All right. Ooh, three. A little 3B. Three 3B three damage. Somehow you hit its critically injured water moccasin. Its core. Side. Its it's moisture core.
2: Oh, right in the hydrogen.
1: I attack its covalent bonds.
2: <laughs> Miss. <laughs>
3: 11. <laughs> okay, that one got me.
1: Brixley's up. <laughs> Brixley's like, what is going on? Why are we fighting sharks made out of water? I don't know, but it's something to stab, so stab away. It makes more sense than a f- cat made of fire. Hey! That cat's not doing anything.
2: Yeah, animal companions are really hard in this edition.
1: She's just watching. She's fascinated by this whole this whole battle. Four this misses. This just gets worse and worse. Thirteen. Well, it's your second attack. These things are very nimble, very quick. They jump over the candlesticks. Man, what the heck? I'm just going to go crit farm. It's turn. It's going to crit farm to you. Brixley, bite. Bite, Brixley, bite.
2: Brixley, come on, Brixley.
1: It's some kind of crit. That was a opposite of a crit. Eh, it decides it's going to go after the orc. That's right. I said orc, not half-orc.
2: <laughs> Misses. That's what you get for being racist.
1: And then, um, hmm. moves up. Brews <laughs> up. The, starting to run away, maybe towards the larger water. Who knows?
2: Oh, that doesn't sound good. Chicken shark. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to move to attack it. I'm going to take the flanking position with Ember. And then I'm going to release some heavy flail. Nice. I'm so happy. It's a kind of crit. Yep. No, this just summarizes how we've been rolling tonight. Let's see if I can get another one. Let's aim for it. Got a two. Uh I've tried. I did my best. You almost did it. You missed my one. I want to start rolling physical dice. I don't trust this program anymore.
1: You can go right ahead. The problem is it's going to slow us down. It goes way faster. No, it goes way slower because then I have to put everything into the program. Dice cam. And I don't believe it. You'd have to. I wouldn't allow it. A camera. No, we need a camera. I still wouldn't allow it. It's like
3: five clicks to use produce flame. Not if you hit Q. One click. I don't know what Q does. Your last attack. Well, all it does to me is just bring up a little thing that points to stuff. I don't know if that does. Um, right, it's your last uh, attack. I'm going to be grumpy about it. Uh, yeah, so I punch this guy with fire and miss and get that guy out of there. I don't want to stand here. Actually, I don't want to get into the other water so she's just going to take a step up and make sure that passageway is, uh, is blocked.
1: Alright. I will fill that gap. God. There you hit. A little something. You roll a 13 instead of a 4. Eight points of damage. It's not sneaky, though. Scientists say that 13 is better than 4. I'm done. Brixley, there's literally just one spot left for you. Actually, I'm going to cast Electric Arc. Oh, man. (sniffs) Oh nine. nine! That is a critical success. It does no damage. Your electric arc. And then I'm going to use my last action to command Ember to attack. Okay. Ember wakes uh. up from her long slumber. She's been sleeping through the last three combats. And she's like, huh? Oh, okay. Misses. It's an eight. Even flanking? Yeah. Even flanking. That's just an uh. 18. And then misses with a five. The Brian Shark goes Oh, Brian Shark. Does my favorite thing in the world. Shove. Get out of the way. What is Ember's fortitude? Her fortitude is seven. So 17 athletics is a plus 10. Oh, she fails. fails. The Brian Shark tries to push Ember out of the way and fails. Fails, fails. I'm just gonna bite her then. No, that ain't good. All right, I'm going to roll the damage separate Oh Rolls, boy it's for a 29 and it does 1d12 1d12 plus 7 16 it's 32 points of damage on the poor poor ember and ember goes down I
0: don't know how that works oh, no.
1: companions
0: Wow.
1: Is that a second action or third? I
2: forgot.
1: Oh, it shoved.
2: Prue is up. Okay. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna begin making attacks. I'm going to continue making attacks.
1: A seven misses. Whoops.
2: No whoops. Let it just let it happen.
1: You missed. You rolled a three. Uh I hit the wrong button.
2: It ain't much, but it's honest work. I'm heading to the crit farm.
1: Fourteen ain't gonna do it. Celeste is up.
3: Uh, I'm gonna delay till after Cade.
1: Okay. Cade is up. I'm gonna move next to you, Celeste.
3: Yep.
1: Are you gonna step on top of Ember? Yep. The dead cat.
3: Is Ember dead or just, like, mortally wounded?
1: I stabbed the shark. Guess we're gonna find out.
2: I read the minion trait, and it doesn't say that minions auto-die, so it's probably...
1: Oh, yeah! Yeah, killed, the shark. It dissipates into water. I drink it and gain its power.
3: I was gonna say, once that thing's dead, I was thinking about using a three-action channel to heal
1: us all at least a little bit. I mean, you can still do that. You can still do that. We gotta, we gotta chase that orc.
3: Hopefully including the cat. It looks like eight points for everyone. So it's a three action heal. It's only a level one spell because I don't have any level two spell slots left. So it's just a D8. And I don't add anything to it because I don't have Angelic Halo for another nine or eight, eight or nine minutes.
1: So what were you reading about minions? I think you can bring them back.
2: Yeah, I I was reading the minion trait expecting to see when minions hit zero they die but i didn't see that in there
1: actually i do know what the rule is the rule is for minions because i spoke to i spoke to mark about this it is whatever you want it to be and i will not be super mean and say that the, the minion an animal companion has the same rules as a pc and that you could also even use your hero points on them but only them so then you would use them all up to save your creature instead of you so i will say that's just a normal heal and we'll bring it back because it's uh, only in dying one so actually it's not true it was in dying two because it was critted but we'll still say it's okay
3: yay kitty
1: hooray i expected a bit more of a reaction but okay I cheered but I figured I was in the middle middle of looking at the rules trying to find it I'm 99% sure because Mark and I had a long discussion about this on like how hero points and dying works for say bosses and his he said that you can do it even on monsters like if it's a big bad you can have them also have dying if you don't want them to die right away and I think he said that's, like, uno- not unofficial. I think that's literally official. As for Animal Companions, I'm, I'll i ask him. I'm pretty sure it's either. I think it's just whatever you want it to be. I think it's whatever the GM rules. But I, I, I figure it's kind of fair. It's part of you. And I always play a pet class in all uh, MMOs. Like, that's my thing is pet classes. So I have a soft spot for pet classes. So I think, that's, I think that's fair. And I also think it's fair that you can use your hero points, but then you blow it on them instead of you, which is really kind of scary. Okay, they're dead. You think you're okay. Are you going to keep asking about what you're going to be doing with the alchemical stuff and get attacked again? Leave it all yes. here. Leave it all here. I don't care about it.
3: I have exactly one first level spell left.
1: There you go. Well, let's go get that orc. All right. I want to sneak be quiet down these steps looking for traps which I get to do for free because I'm a rogue you guys are going to heal up at all okay I don't know she gave us 8 points and that's all I'm I'm using
3: well (sighs) I'm just if we go I've only got the one first level spell so just be warned on that
2: I'm down by exactly 12 hit points Uh, is lay on hands drink something
1: lay on hands is 18
2: yeah so that'd be overkill on me drink something i only have like two healing potions and we're not even in
1: the final fight yet drink one of them you're not gonna drink it in a fight no one ever does
3: yeah it's probably best or you can have my minor healing potion because i probably won't drink that in a fight
2: i can drink a minor i have them
3: okay also i have two acid flasks and one lesser bottle of lightning if anyone wants them because i won't be using them oh
2: just throw that trash away that's literally
3: garbage
1: well, why don't I hold on to it? Because I theoretically can, I mean... Give, give them all the mix, bricks. Make some okay. use of it.
3: You got it. Two lesser acid flasks and one lesser bottle of lightning. How much
2: does a miner heal for? 1d6. Just straight up 1d6?
1: I believe so. If you are going, I'm torn that. because on resources it would be nice if we could rest up, but in terms of... It kind of seems silly and metagamey to kind of interrupt the chase in the middle. Yeah, we need to get down there.
2: As hard as this adventure is, I'm, I no longer mind being silly and metagaming. Uh, I mean, I can, quickly, I can quickly throw a D6 real quick. Let me just do that. Okay. All right, and then I think we're going to continue the chase. I mean, it was but like a round or two ago that we could still hear her taunting us, so she couldn't have gone far.
1: Well, more than a round or two. It was like 30 seconds ago.
3: I chatted it a bit. Alright, um, if we're going down, let's get a marching order and head down there. I choose last.
2: Are you all out of first level spells?
3: I have a single first level spell remaining.
2: Okay, and you're all out of second too, right?
3: Mm-hmm. Oh boy, alright. I got a crap ton of cantrips though. I'm just going to cast light over and over and over. I mean, honestly, produce flame isn't bad. It kind of sucked against the water elementals, so more water elementals would kind of suck, or fire elementals would really suck, but other than those, I can still contribute a bit, and Forbidding Word's still pretty good. Um, I have, If it looks like it's going to be a big battle, like uh, Obnoxious Archer Lady, I have bless.
2: Okay.
1: Okay. I'm heading down. Yeah, to barricade ourselves in the residence or something. Do you want to go down first, Prue, should I go down first? I'll go down first. Let's do it. Sneaky sneak. You start going down the stairs. They descend quite a bit from just the clicking of echoes of you tip-tapping on the stairs. You can tell that this is descending a fair amount, probably a good 40, 50 feet. What do you do? Being sneaky, perceiving... Okay, you sneak down. Are they following you? This is going to keep going around, around, and around, over and over. come down. Keep keep like a 15-foot distance from me, or a little more, 20. Okay, you go down the stairs, descending at least 50 feet before ending into a narrow hallway. The hallway appears to go to the south, where it ends... Into a simple wooden door. To the right, you see a staircase leading somewhere. There's also a carving of some sort on the wall. What does it say? You're going to have to go way closer to see it. I don't Uh, know if
2: we're ready for this part of the dungeon.
1: Did you want to leave?
2: I'm wondering if we should just full rest outside. Because we're getting pretty low on all of our resources.
3: Uh Uh-huh.
1: Or even just barricade ourselves in like the residence area, if that's possible. It was like a
3: supply room or something she was hiding in. We might be able to barricade ourselves in there.
1: I'm at the tower with like the kitchen and the bedroom. Maybe we like, barricade ourselves in there. I was thinking the bedroom
2: the also. That was a kind of well-defended bedroom.
1: There's like one staircase coming in, and we could pretty much just yeah a door. If you want, we can. Up to you guys. I'm a little worried this looks like an entire other mini-dungeon. Dunge- mini
2: Going forty yeah. feet down, they wouldn't do that for just a cellar, you know. That's what yeah.
1: I'm gonna say. Zoom out for a second and look how big this is. That's all I'm gonna tell you. I just—it's just a hallway. I, I don't see any boundaries.
3: Yeah, if I zoom out as far as possible, it's basically a dot of color in blackness. So I don't—I don't know that that tells me oh.
1: anything. All right, I'll give you—I'll uh, give you a, a dot in the corner. Oof, there.
3: So yeah, let's uh, let's go find some place to sleep.
1: So, <laughs> well, what, the the 400 by 300 square foot area? You think, you guys can go. Go right ahead. You only have, what, one spell left. Sure, you'll be fine. Sure. I say we use the residential area. I figure we could probably blockade that and use that as a pretty safe place to rest. Did they honestly Sound
2: develop good? this with the intent that people wouldn't do a full rest between these two zones? So how would you ever make it this far without just cheesing your heels.
1: Well, I never said you couldn't do You can do anything you want. There could be consequences for resting that you're not aware of, but I guess...
2: The consequence for not resting is death.
1: That could be true as well. So, if you come back up the stairs... Now, you only have to rest eight hours. It's not like you have to go to sleep and, like, do a full day. You can rest eight hours and then go right back to where you were. You guys can just all... Get a quick cat nap and uh, you'll be all ready to go. So I think that's fair.
2: I think, I kind of think our hands are tied. I think we have to do it.
1: Yeah, I'm feeling like maybe we should. Okay. I thought if it was going to be like one last room, maybe we could tough it out. If there's going to be an entire another round of dungeon delving, I think we got to take our chances with whatever sort of consequences to the larger plot and just do the rest.
3: Uh, yeah, I don't think we should continue without a full rest because I'm down all my best stuff and it's it's back to level one Celeste essentially.
1: I mean, it does sound like there's those like ominous notes about final preparations being made and stuff like that. That we're on, we are on a clock. But I, I just don't think we can do this.
2: Yeah, I mean, if we rush it and we die, we can't help the town at all. You know.
1: Well, you. Only have 619 experience points, believe it or not, so you're nowhere near level 4. So that's one thing. You're not going to level up. However, you do have this room that the orcs were hiding in that you didn't even look at, and you have a absolute massive amount of items if you want to spend a little bit of time maybe looking at and, um, and then resting.
3: Yeah, let's search the supply room or wherever it was those two orcs were hiding and see what that is. It might be a defensible position. The bedroom might be better. That's fine. Sure. At least the bedroom has a restroom.
1: It actually does have a restroom. I'm sure you can go in one of these buckets, Celeste. It'll be fine. The storeroom is, well, a storeroom. It's a chamber piled high with boxes, barrels, and crates. Hey! Guess what? Alchemical tools, reagents, and supplies that can create alchemical items.
3: Wait, these people use alchemy?
1: I know, it's it's amazing. Can you imagine if you did this and had like four alchemists? This would have been like the greatest adventure of all time for them. They'd be going crazy.
2: If I never see another set of alchemy tools, it would be too soon.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think they went a little overboard on the alchemy in this one. Anyhow... This is definitely very defendable in the sense that there's only one entrance into this entire storeroom,
3: and it opens in, so we could pile some heavy stuff up on it.
1: That is correct. So it's up to you, however you want to do it.
3: I don't know. The bedroom's probably better. Um, I'd say we grab any already finished materials, destroy the rest on our way out, and go barricade it her- so they don't like make more things, and barricade ourselves in the uh, bedroom.
1: Sure. They seem to kill everything down here, except for one sneaky orc lady with the bow that seems to get away from you time and time again. (laughs) I would like to point out that in first edition, we would have gotten three attacks of opportunity when she tried to shoot the statue (laughs) with the bow. And I'd like to point out that shove is quickly becoming my absolute favorite action of all time in second edition, as it is incredibly easy to push people out of the way and then run by them. If only one of us was a fighter.
2: Yeah, fighters are real strong. I probably should have made a fighter.
1: Fighters are kind of OP. They are ridiculously strong in this game. Uh, but only at fighting, <laughs> ironically.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, seeing as this, this game is 90% fighting, eh, like 80%.
2: <laughs> it's okay. 90% rolling real bad.
1: You know what? I was rolling just as bad as you when it was rolling. So That's true. It's not like I was getting 20s and you were getting 2s. I was getting 2s and 3s as well. So, Alright, you guys can go upstairs. As you go upstairs, you still hear banging and clanging in the kitchen as you manage to trap that poor little thing. Poor little creature. And um, you can go upstairs and go into that uh, that room. Barricade yourselves in there. Are locks and such. I mean, you don't know. Probably have a key, but there's more than enough furniture you can push up against these doors to yeah, lead it. So. And best of all, there's a the
2: bathroom.
1: So what do you do?
2: Well, I think I should spend the time to try and identify that fancy potion.
1: Okay, the fancy, f- fancy ass potion. Let's see. And obviously, I'll do as many ten-minute cycles of lay on hands as needed to get everybody up to full health. I don't think you need to do too many, believe it or not. Well, most of them are for the cat, actually. It's true. Okay, you spend ten minutes looking at the super fancy potion. And you can tell that that was a lesser stone body mutagen. Hmm. That gives you resistance five to physical damage. Except bludgeoning for ten minutes. However, it... Reduces your speed by 10 feet, and it gives you a minus two to your reflex saves.
2: Might be good in the last fight.
3: Or even just against that archer again, because that'll be mostly piercing damage.
2: We could force her to drink it, and then she won't be able to get away.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to digitation this bed clean and go to sleep. Um, good luck the rest of you finding a safe place to sleep. Prue, you, you can have the bed with me, obviously.
2: Wow. Obviously. Wow! <laughs> well, I no, mean. Brixley and I
1: open a, a drawer on one of these desks, and we each take a drawer. That's, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> true.
2: They've got nice clothes in them. It's all probably all yeah. comfy. Perfect size.
1: were not there like couches downstairs? We can like steal some of the cushions and cushions. From yeah, the cushions. take the yes. cushions for the couches. There definitely are. There definitely are very nice couches. This area is expedition
3: pot. to the living room, and we we'll, and we'll use uh, we'll use Ember to make s'mores. Yeah. Very oh <laughs> Roasting marshmallows over your cat? That's ridiculous. It's
1: roasting. The best, it's the best reason to have a, a fire cat. What? Cooking? I want to
3: see artwork of that. I want to see artwork of the companions sitting around this bedroom. Cooking roasting... over yeah, ever. exactly. It
1: just sounds horrible. Um, you have like another half dozen potions if you want to try to spend any time looking at them. Uh, One of them looks unique. Two of them does not... Four of them do not, two of them do not, two of them look pretty cool. There's a couple of, they're actually all the ones you have left. They actually all look pretty damn cool. They're much, uh, very different than the ones you've been, uh, using. They actually appear to be much more fancy.
2: I've got time. I can try to identify them.
1: Okay. I'll give you, I'm just going to randomly select one. Holy crap. All right. That one, you guys, that one's a fantastic one. You got it right away. You take one of the fancy ones out, and you realize that this one is a mist form elixir. Ooh. It makes you concealed for three rounds.
2: Makes you concealed? Like yes. for the purpose of hiding?
1: No, it makes it that they need a DC5 to hit you successfully, even if they hit you. Oh, like a 20% sort of thing. Yes. There's a 20% it's like Blur used chance. to be. Kind of. Yes. Mist form makes you concealed for three rounds feeling pretty good you're like ooh, i got two two more fancy ones there's two more fancy ones four more fancy ones two more fancy ones or two more super fancy ones which ones do you want to do
2: that's all the same just do the next one in the list i guess
1: next one on the list the two fancy ones you got it right away immediately critical success again lesser elixir of life two of well,
2: we them. we need those
1: they heal 3d6 plus 6 hit points.
2: Yeah, those are... I'm immediately going to hand hand those out, one to each of our frontliners. Wait, you said two of them. Crap. Two lesser
1: elixirs of life.
2: Let's just keep identifying. We can divvy it out later.
1: Now, there's four pretty fancy ones. Wow. Okay. You're rolling dynamite tonight. Um, it's
2: about this... time. I've had it coming.
1: This one, you know, is four moderate alchemist fires. You get a plus one on the attack roll when you use it, and they do two D8 fire damage, two persistent fire damage, and two splash damage.
2: That's pretty good.
1: Got two more. Let's see what those are. You get a plus six, right? Yep. You know what those are. Barely lesser tanglefoot bags, two of them. You're doing great. And now there's one left. And everyone's making fun of you behind your back with your with your eyepiece in. You look kind of silly, but...
2: I think it looks good.
1: Oh, wow. You barely, barely, barely make it. There's two moderate fire energy mutagens.
2: Fire energy mutagen?
1: You gain resistance 10 to fire damage. You add 1d4 damage when you hit with a melee weapon of fire for 10 minutes. However, you gain weakness five to the other three energy types.
3: Oh, not good in an
1: alchemy fight.
2: Yeah, that's that's bad. Is yeah, is that, that's about is as, bad that, as bad as it gets? Actually, is that horrible?
1: In a non alchemy fight, it's awesome.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but in this adventure, I'm.
1: Do yeah, we just... no. Well, Do consider we just... those consider those guys that were like switching energy types during. Yeah, right. What's the futzes? I forget. They're dirges or whatever. Where there switch sure, types those guys would have cleaned our cl- cleaned your clock if you had that
3: motion. we've in. also already fought water elementals if there's fire elementals bound here somewhere it would be useful against them just for the defensive properties
1: yeah, keep it, but don't expect to use it right away yeah, but I mean, yeah. if you can guarantee the creature is going to use fire and stay with fire, it's great
2: yeah, we just we can't get that guarantee is all especially not with all these acid flasks running around.
1: That's it. You actually identified everything. You're done.
2: I'm getting better at this.
1: Well, you didn't miss any, that you think? So if you want to quickly divvy those up, let me know. There's the mist form, two two lesser elixirs of life, four moderate alchemies, two lesser tanglefoot bags, two moderate fire energy mutagens, as well as six lesser alchemy fires, Four lesser acid flasks and the lesser stone body mutagen. You got tons and tons. I might even have to start looking to see if they're weighing you down. You have so many of this equipment. However, it looks like the only person who can actually use the the flasks is maybe Brixley. Can you use
3: the bomb weapons, Jim?
1: Yeah, the bomb weapons. I think you might be martial
2: here. weapons. I mean, I can use martial weapons.
1: Well, and prone. Oh, okay.
2: You guys can use martial weapons.
1: But now the elixirs and the healers, those anyone could use, because that's just something to drink, so.
2: If if it's starting to weigh us down, I think we can just leave all of the lesser alchemist fires and acid flasks.
3: I don't really think so. If they're light bulk each, ten of them is one bulk, and I'm sure our stronger characters have leftover bulk they can carry. I mean, I, I could probably carry ten or fifteen things by myself. True. Yeah, we're probably fine. Um, the only thing I might want is a couple one or two of those defensive ones, um, like mist form or something, just in case something bad happens.
1: Won't be a bad thing to down a mist form before a fight. Yeah, you guys figure that out, who gets what.
3: So the last three turns though? It's only three turns. But yeah, it's like if it's you're in a fight and you're gonna get clobbered, throw it up there as a Hail Mary for that twenty percent mischance.
1: Uh, well, do you wanna do it now or you wanna think about it and do it next time? Can you put in the uh, Discord what we have identified, and then we'll div- divvy it up in chat?
2: Yeah, That's sure. That's probably a
3: good way to do it.
2: Okay.
1: It's the adventure that never ends. <laughs> it's a long dungeon crawl, this part.
3: Yeah, it is. I mean, I'm liking it. That that fight at the gate was pretty epic, and uh, we found out a bunch of cool information. And I had a couple interesting fights that I don't think anyone was expecting. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good first floor. It's just a lot
1: of creatures. Plus, well, you had a big fight, and you did really well. And then you had nothing, actually. If you think about it, the whole southern day, you had nothing. You just explored. And then the fights got uh, a little um, bleedy, which is fun for me. Not so much for you, but I liked it. And now you go to the second floor, where I presume it's going to be way easier.
2: Way easier.
1: All right, the hard part's over, folks.
2: You heard it here first.
1: I think there's just a bunch of cute, cuddly puppies down on the second floor. Yes, it's... Uh, it's um, All I know is I was sitting there looking at this, thinking to myself, wow, I wonder how they're going to uh, survive this. Oh, well, I guess we'll find out. I was trying to think what happens if you all die. I think you can become the bad guys. Maybe I'll give you each of you one of the key bad people, and then you could go go from the other side and play as the bad guys to kill everyone.
2: Well, that's still very much on the table.
1: Yeah, and the kitty went down. I was kind of surprised, but it wasn't crits
2: happening. or crits. Yeah, I apologize. I didn't have
1: a more of a. Re- I mean, I think my reaction was subdued because I didn't know what the rules were, so I didn't know if I should be ultra anguished, a little anguished, or not all that worried because I could immediately run over and slap lay on hands on him or something. So I was still kind of wrapping my brains. I was still kind of wrapping my brain around it, so I didn't know exactly how to react. Your cat goes down. You're like, uh... Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Is that good or bad? I can't tell. Well, it's not good.
3: It's definitely not good.
0: You've been listening to Roll for Combat, a Pathfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at rollforcombat.com. You can also find us and play various role-playing games on our Discord channel at discord.rollforcombat.com. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and other social media platforms. You've been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week... Always remember to attack the gazebo!